want to read just one verse to you tonight. Uh, I actually pick up from where I left off last week, actually. Uh, I want to kind of go back. I want to go back to the river just a little bit tonight. Uh, we was in here last week talking about the river and a few aspects of that and, and brought out some uh, one particular thought on it last week about not getting stuck on the old or in the old, remember? And uh, we got over to a certain section of the last, uh, last week. I run out of time, as usual. And, uh, but I'm glad I did because really uh, there was some things that, that uh, really come to life as I dwelt on them. And that's the way I am, and I know all the others are. You dwell on it long enough, there's more comes to life. Matter of fact, usually after I preach a message, the next two or three days, it was a whole lot better message on two or three days later because I've done dwelt on it and thought on it, and it's, it's finally come to clarity. And uh, I, if I can speak something, it seems like even though I've studied it, after I speak it, it's a whole lot more clear after I speak it for me to discern what really is even important. And uh, so uh, I even try to speak it nowadays, even before I preach it the first time. I try to speak it even in my mind or whatever so I can hear it. <laughs> but anyway, I want to read you this scripture. We, we talked about the river. I'm not going to go through the whole, but I want to go back to Ezekiel just for a minute. Ezekiel 47, that's where we started last week, really. Ezekiel 47, I want to read this one verse, verse 12. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll back up just to hear, of course, this is the verse, that, this is the, the, the chapter where we really um, brung out the thought last week about, uh, it was kind of a prophetic thought, and it was about the, the, the river, <clears throat> the river is already flowing, and for us to be ready, for us to be ready, and, 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 and in this particular uh, uh, chapter, it brings out the thought of, 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 of Ezekiel, the Lord showing him, and he getting a vision of the waters as they ushered uh, from the throne of God, by the altar, by the altar, out the threshold, just a trickle, if you will, just a just a trickle of water. And then in just a short span or a space, it was ankle deep. And then yet even a, a shorter space, it was knee deep. And then it was hip deep. And eventually, within just a short span, rapidly moving, it became waters to swim in. Waters to swim in. And, and, and from verse 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, it began to bring out products of that. And I'm not going to go back and, and, and go over all that. But uh, verse 12, verse 12, I couldn't get off my mind. And uh, I want to bring it out one more time and, and really just kind of just stay with verse 12 tonight <clears throat> as we go forward. But, and by this, this same river, this river that has now swollen uh, and has grown to, from a trickle, Within a short span, to waters to swim in, it says this, and by the river upon the bank thereof, on the side and on the side, on that side, both sides, shall grow all trees for meat. And I want you to catch this, whose leaves shall not fade. Not ever. They shall not fade in that river. And of course, we, we understand, we, tonight we're talking about, when we're speaking of the river and in the context we was using last week and in, even in this context, you know, his spirit, his spirit, and the same as what Jesus said, out of your bellies, what Brother Keith preached a few weeks ago, out of your bellies shall flow rivers of living water, rivers. And this he spoke of concerning the Holy Ghost, remember? Amen. But, but by this there shall be trees and, and those leaves shall not fade. And listen, neither shall the fruit thereof be. 
it'll, it'll, it'll never be gone. It'll never be out of season. You know, we wait on fruit once a year. We, there's a season if the frost don't get it. There's a season. And then, and then, and then this, you got till next year. But this, this is speaking of that it's never, it's never out of season along this river. The leaf never fades, and the fruit never gives way. It's always there. And I'll finish it. I'll finish it. And, and it shall bring forth new fruit according to his months, and because their waters they issued out of the sanctuary, <clears throat> and the fruit thereof shall be for meat, and the leaf thereof for medicine. Amen. Amen. I, I want to talk to you tonight. This is just kind of a thought. I want to talk to you tonight about, uh, uh, about I don't have time for the process. I uh, told you you was right in there. I don't have time for the process. I don't have time for the process. <clears throat> Let's believe the Lord. Brother Hang, would you pray over this? Because <clears throat> I need to clear my throat. <laughs> God Almighty, in the name of Jesus, touch Pastor's throat yes. tonight. Completely heal him. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. You, you said, ask and we should receive. Yes. Seek and we should find. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. I bless your name tonight, Lord, yes. for your word. Yes. Thank you for the river. Thank you for the yes. trees. Thank you, thank you for the leaves. Thank you for our healing. Thank you for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, dear sir. Come on, give him glory tonight. Lift him up. Amen. Come on, give him praise. Amen. 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 I'm thankful tonight. Amen. And if I spit this cough drop on anybody, I'm sorry. It's going to tell you right up front. If it comes flying out, I'm sorry. Uh, it ain't as I aimed on it anyway. I want you to think about something here uh, as we get uh, move into this. I, I want you to think, you know, as believers, as believers, and of course we're all believers by faith, of course, and, and that's something God's give us. I mean, no, God's give, or, uh, give us something. I, 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 I think about that the other morning. You know, we, we, don't, we don't look for evidence to have faith. The fact that I have faith is the evidence because God give it to me. It's true, and as believers, right? So we we got faith, but as believers, we're we're committed to progress. How many know that's the truth? If you're a believer, that's a that's a that's the sure sign you are because you're committed to progress. You're committed, and whatever realm that is, you're committed to to going forward. You're committed to pushing on. And and here's what I've learned: progress is almost always, if if not always, but at least almost always, met with resistance. Anytime you try to go forward, anytime you try to push in or do something for God or, or even in your own sanctification, your own walk, your, your, your own spirituality, your own gifting, your own calling, the church, anything you're trying to do, uh, progress, progress, it, there's always seems to be resistance. There's resistance, resistance. And uh, one of the things about progress that I have found in my life, and this may just be my experience, I feel like it's not. One of the things that I've, 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 I've come to the point where that's most frustrating to me a, a part about progress is, is it takes such a long time sometimes. It's so slow. It's been such a, such a, such a slow go at times. And, and, and what I say by that, uh, uh, it, it's almost like hair. 
or fingernails. It's like incremental. Just, just. I didn't even know I needed a haircut until, well, I got my haircut. It's, it's that slow. It seems like it, it just itches, inches along and inches along. And, and, and you, almost, you almost have to have a lot of past to even sometimes. You've got to have to have a history. You've had to be here a while, a few years or, or, or even longer to then contrast it, to be able to look back, to be able to look back and even tell where I have progressed. Because sometimes in a, in, in a short run, you can't even really see it sometimes because it's so frustrating slow. And, and, and every now and then, every now and then, you'll run across, I, I, I run across some old friends. It's, this happened to me here not long ago, and bless their heart, I love them. But you'll run across old friends, and, 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 and they still acting the way we acted in school. And they still talking the way we talked in school. And I'm like, well, I have made a little progress. <laughs> I have come a little ways. Bless their heart now. Bless their heart. Bless their heart. Praying for them. Praying for them. But, but, but you know, my granddaddy, my granddaddy, he, he really had a problem with lazy people. He really did. I mean, that was his. He, he could tolerate. He was one of the most patient men I ever knew in my life. So patient. But when someone was lazy, I could see, I could just see everything in him to keep that patience alive. And, and, and he used to have this saying. I, I got lots of saying. How many know I got lots of granddaddy sayings? I do. I got that. But I remember we used to, of course, we done some, we, done, we worked together a lot when I was a younger, especially. He built houses for a living uh, plus farm. But he, he was a carpenter and an excellent carpenter at that. But we built a lot of houses. And a lot of times we'd have other people, he'd have other people helping him or whatever. And every now and then he'd, he'd, he'd have someone who, who didn't move as thrifty as he liked or as quickly, uh, as efficient as he, as he supposed they should. And uh, I can remember he, he, would say, he would say this. He, he'd say, i got to put my finger up here. i got to put my hand up here to see if he's moving. <laughs> that was his saying. He, and, he, and, and, he, and that was the... And that was about as impatient as you'd ever see my granddaddy. He, and I could tell, I said, well, he, yeah, he's rubbed wrong now. Because he would say that, and he would say that out loud, and most of the time he never said anything like that. But, uh, but I, I was thinking about that. You, you got all these things and, and the history, and, but progress. We try to progress, and we try to push, and we try to go forward, and, and, and all these things. Uh, but but here, here's what I realized. A lot of that progress is, it took the process of time. That's where I'm going with that. Progress has always, and up to this point in my life, has took this process. It's always been this, and we brought that out one service. I don't remember now if somebody was, we talked about it, maybe Sunday school, and we brought out the thought on the process of time. And how many know, how many know we've all, we all, and it's been a process for all of us in a lot of ways. But it's just, it's been that, and it's, it's been drug out at times, and it's been slow. But, but that's, what, that's what I really got hope to in this verse and in, in the verses we're going to touch on tonight was the idea that when the river is flowing like it is and like it's going to, and when it is at full flow, when, when, it, when, when Ezekiel saw it in, in its full force, uh, it, it's, it's as if, it's as if that, that God, 
God has took time out of the process. I want you to just think about that. Because that's really, if the leaf never withers, if it never fades, if it's never a fall, if it never cycles, if the cycle is broken, if the fruit never is consumed, if the fruit is continuous and persistent and consistent, and the fruit, the fruit never runs out. It's as, it's as if the process has lost time. God likes to remove that. And I just, want, I just want to tell you tonight, that in my, my own experience, the only time that I've ever seen great progress without this process has been through the Spirit, through Him in a great flow. When He really is pouring out, when it's really exponential, whatever. Country boy can't say that, but when it is really, really, really flowing, and last week we we left we left on John chapter two. That's where we kind of left off. That's where the river was flowing. That's where the river touched Cindy Price the other night, and 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 and, and great things went on salvation and and what all awesome things. But we left there, and I want to go back to John two in a minute because it really illustrates part of where we're going tonight so well, where we stopped at. But John two, you remember, it was the wedding. It was the wedding at Canaan, and, and remember, I, I may read just a little bit of it. And in the third day, there was a marriage of Canaan and Galilee. The mother of Jesus was there. Uh, I don't know. Evidently, she had some kind of tie to this. I, I feel like she was more, it must have been family, cousins, must have been a brother or some, something. Because she's like, she's, she's like involved in this wedding. You can tell by the story. She's not just, she's not just there. She's, she's like Lisa Estes. Wedding coordinator. Come on. And by the way, she is an excellent wedding coordinator. I like the way she coordinates weddings. I like it when I find out she's doing a wedding and I'm doing because I know I'm not going to be there long. Because she's going to have this thing whipped together. And we're going to be in and out of this thing quickly. I, I, practices is what I'm talking about. Practice Because I've been to practices where the coordinators is like, I'm like, are you going to coordinate this thing? But now let me tell you what, she's got things popping and stepping. And, and then with about 20 minutes, she said, I'm done. You done? I said, I am out of here. I don't need to practice anyway. I have done like 200 weddings in my life. I don't need to practice. How many know what I'm talking about? Amen. But she must be something like that anyway. But, but anyway, anyway, they're there. And then and both Jesus was called and the disciples to the marriage. And, and when they wanted wine, when they wanted wine, they run out. And this is a drastic, this is a terrible thing at an event like that, especially in those days. It was like, it was like this is black ball stuff. You're, you're going to get a black eye for this. Anyway, they wanted wine. They, they have no wine. They, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, they have no wine. I like this. I like this. This, 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 this ought to intrigue our faith, stir our faith. Because here, here's what I realized about it. She's looking to him. She knows. She's like, I know who you are. I'm your, I'm your mama, and I know what the Spirit of God did. I know. I know you're above normal man. 
I know I was there when the angels announced this Christmas season. There's your Christmas message. That's probably about it. I was there when Gabriel brought the news. Amen. It's like so, 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 and the story goes. Jesus said, and this is this is where we got off. This is where we got hung up last week. Je- Jesus said, "This is where I'm glad Cindy's here. How many know my girlfriend's here tonight? Come on, everybody! Thank the Lord, I got my girlfriend back. Amen. Seventeen straight days I've been without her. Amen. Good to have her back. Amen. But, and I'm glad she's here because she'll testify to this. But, but we got hung. This is where this is where Craig County hillbilly." Intersects with Shakespearean. Jesus does it for all of us. He, Jesus can speak all of our languages. And I like it because he looks at his mama. Now, I wouldn't suggest any other husband doing this unless you come up doing this. Woman! How many times, how many times in my lifetime have I called you Woman! That was my name for her, and it still is, but it's an affectionate name. Woman! Now, back in the old days, maybe sometimes it was not so affectionate or, or maybe it was not so good, uh, but, but most of the time it's always been that way. Woman! That was her name for me, or for me, for her. Woman, but, but that's what Jesus, Jesus goes, woman, and then watch this, watch this. He, he goes from this hillbilly redneck talk to what have I to do with thee? Mine hour has not yet come. I don't even go together, does it? That's like, that's like, that's like hillbilly and Shakespearean, all in one, one verse. They don't even fit. I, I, I know. I know I'm weird. I know I'm weird, but I read things and I see things like that. I get the woman part. I'm like, yeah, woman! But I can't never see me breaking into what have I to do with thee? Mine hour has not yet come. I'm going to try it. Next time she wants to trash, look at it. I'm going to say, one, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour has not yet come. And she's going to tell me, your hour is about past. You about missed your hour, son. But how cool is that? But anyway, anyway, but, but this is what, listen, verse 5, she don't even pay him no attention. That's how, how she knows who he is. She's, she don't even, his mother, he, she don't even look at him. She don't even acknowledge. That's the way Cindy does when I holler, woman. She don't even acknowledge. His mother saith, she goes right to the servants. And she says, whatever he says. And, and I, just, I just detect attitude in that. There's attitude in that. She's, she's, she's talking to them, but she's looking at Jesus. And I know, I know, I know it's, but, but it's still a mama. It's like, it's like they better be wine in here in just a few minutes. Come on. I, I, you know, I just know mamas and sons and family. And, hey, that's, that's what I see. Y'all see that? She's talking to the servants, but she's looking Whatever he says, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm getting to where I'm going. I'm not even where I'm going. Verse 6, verse 6, verse 6. 
And there were, so there were, there were set, set, and there were set there six water pots. You know the story of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two and three firkins apiece. And remember, Jesus saith unto them, fill the water pots with water. And they filled them to the brim, to the brim. And Jesus said unto them, draw it out, draw it out. Now, here's, here's, look where it's going. And the governor of the feast, and they bear it. And in verse 9, when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and knew not whence it was, that the servants which drew out the water knew the governor of the feast. Because this is where he said, this is, this is the best ever. And here's, here's what I want you to see, though. I want you to think about this. This is where, this is where I get really seen this last week, where he removed, he removed the process from time. God can do that. Oh, Dave, Christ can do that. He can take time out of the process. He can. Now, if any, we all know the time that involves in even coming close to making wine. From water to instantaneously he drank wine. The very second time meant nothing. The process meant nothing with the Lord. Nothing. It was it was, it was instantaneous there. The split second. There was a crisis. Jesus' mama seen it. Spoke to it. And through, through Jesus, through, through the power of God, the process meant nothing. Absolutely nothing. You need to hear that. I, I'm trying to do something here tonight. You've got you to open up your prophetic ears. Because that's what this is. This, this, is not just, this is not just a doctrinal thing. This is a prophetic ear thing where you got to hear what God can do. And then he can. And that's the season when his spirit is flowing like this river where the leaf won't fade and where the fruit won't be consumed. Amen. In crisis, pray, and if ever, if ever they was, a, my God, if ever they was the time, we need the process removed and things to be expedited and moved along. It's today in this hour. It's now. We ain't got time to wait on process. I feel that. I feel that all in my heart. We don't have time to wait on the, the, the time, I know, 10 years ago or 15 years ago when, when it took all that time to get where I am now. We ain't got time. The church ain't got time. Your family ain't got time. We need that flow of that river because we don't got time. We ain't got time. It's crazy, the perverseness and the evil. The, 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 the goings on that we see in our world and the church, the church, eternity at stake. Amen. And, 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 and we ain't got time to wait on the slow wheel. Now, now I'm not against process. Don't get me wrong. Because I, I, I believe in it. I believe I've preached on don't despise the day of small beginnings. I've, I've preached on here a little, there a little. I've preached on 
small steps. But I, I'm going to tell you what, I do, I believe all my heart, the Lord is, 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 is wanting to do something in this hour that we're in. I'm prophetic here now. You just got to be more. It's got to be more. You got to get a hold of this with more. The Lord is wanting to do something greater in this season that we're in. Something much more. He was wanting to do something fast and accelerated. He wants to accelerate our faith and, and, and our movement. And you got to get that. And this is not, one thing, it's not a, I'm not the hype man. But I'm going to tell you what, I, I know what I feel and what I hear in my spirit. And that, that, that does more than hype in here. And that fires me up. And everything, everything has been going on in this season, everything you've been hearing, it's been God speaking about, about exactly what I'm talking about, where, where time and process don't matter. Don't matter. Why? Because of this river. His spirit, the flow, the move. Amen. I believe it. This is what that brother said when he come in this evening. The very same thing. Amen. I bear witness, brother, right there. And, and, and we, we got, got the full and Elijah up in this place tonight. We do. We got. We got. We got. We got to preach this prophetic window open. Do you hear me? That's what Elijah did when 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 he was on Carmel, and he preached. He proclaimed that I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. Remember, First Kings eighteen. I hear the sound. Of abundance of rain. And it ain't a cloud in the sky. Come on. Not a cloud in the sky. I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. Am I stretching you tonight? Am I too far? Am I, am I, am I gone? I hear. And, and that's what I like. I like this. I like this. I like this because, because, of course, we know he takes the posture and he puts his head in his lap. Covers it up, and he does have a little servant over here, and he tells his little servant, he says, he says, go look, because I'm hearing something in my spirit. Ah, ah, I'm starting to hear. Hey, go look, because I'm starting to hear something down in my spirit. Woo. So, so his little feller runs to the top of the mountain, and he looks. Blue skies. So here it comes back. And, 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 it, and it tells tells Elijah, he says, I ain't seeing what you're saying. I ain't seeing what you're saying. And Elijah says, I don't care if you ain't seeing what I'm saying. Because just because you ain't seeing what I'm saying, I'm not going to quit saying it. Hey! And, 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 and he says, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. And he sends him back. Remember? Y'all know the story. Y'all Wednesday night people. 
And he sends him back and sends him back a second time. And, and y'all know the story, two times, three times. I, I still ain't seeing what you're saying. Come on, somebody. So, so, so down, so down you gotta, you got you to stand even in the absence even in the absence of, of the evidence, and still declare what you're hearing in your spirit. Even in the absence. Do you hear me? That's, what this, that's what's going to move into that. I tell you, that'll open this prophetic window that, that the scriptures is even bringing out tonight. You stand even in the absence of it, and, and you declare, I hear the sound. Without any evidence. And he kept on. And he kept on. I love the river. But he kept on. And he kept seven times. Remember? Finally. Finally he come back. Finally he come back. And he said, I see a little cloud. About the size of a man's hand. Remember? Remember? Oh, man. He opened up something. He opened up there in that place. Elijah, Elijah was, was, was opening up the window. I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to tell you what. We'll struggle with this if we keep wanting to reason it with our mind. We will. We'll never get, matter of fact, we'll never get a lot of places really that the spirit or the prophetic wants us to be. If we keep trying to reason it in our mind, never, never. That's why you need you need prophetic voices. You need we need we need prophetic voices every now and then to come by. We all do. I do. We all do to come by every now and then and and and, and proclaim, preach a window open that we can move and we can that so in such a way that it'll speak to our spirit man and not our understanding. And we'll get, we'll get understanding out of the driver's seat and put the spirit man back where you're being led by the spirit and not our understanding. To flow. I'm almost done. I am. I'm almost done. I'm, I'm at my closing. I know. I got a longer closing than normal but than most. But I'm, I'm almost done. And I've, I've got this one set of scriptures I want to read to you tonight. Second Kings. Because this just, this just illustrates everything I'm trying to say here tonight. Second Kings chapter 7. Chapter 7. And I want to read this. Because this, here's another prophet. Here's the prophet with the double portion. Here's the prophet that hung around long enough to see the mantle fall. Good day. And, 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 and got the double portion off of Elijah. And now he comes, he comes, he comes. And, of course, Samaria, Samaria at this time had been under siege by Syria for a long season. And it had gotten so bad. They had been besieged so long and surrounded so long that now I think it's in, in, in I, think, I think Brother Keith preached a message on this one time. In, 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 in the chapter 6, verse 25 or 26, it talks about how bad, how, well, it had gotten so bad they were, they were eating their own youngins and they were eating their own families and the, 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 the famine had gotten so bad, the, the besiegement, that, and, and that, that donkey heads, they were selling half a donkey heads or whatever for big money and even doves dung, 
for big money, starving, desperation, desperation. But here's, here's, here's the prophet. He's coming to open a window. He's coming to open a window for this, Samar- this people of Samaria that's besieged, that's a desperate. Well, I wish we was desperate. It would take that window. But anyway, he, he comes and listen, Elisha says, Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, listen what he said. Listen, tomorrow, now you gotta think, they had been, they had been they had been besieged, they had been, their whole land had been occupied by the Syrians now for this long season. Syrians had raided everything they had. It's not, it's not like they just come and pass through. Oh no, no, they, they set up camp. They set up their own little town and 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 they stripped the land. They stripped everything that the Samaritans had. They there was nothing left anywhere close in the land of Samaritan. They was not even an apple hanging on a tree, I'll bet you. It was nothing there. I want you to get that because Elijah comes and here's what he tells them. And he's he's telling the people that's under siege that tomorrow, about this time, listen, not just flour, not just flour, but fine, the best flour, double round, purdy flour, make nice biscuits, Lisa Estes biscuits. Now that woman can make some, I'll tell you what she can do, she can run a wedding and she can make some biscuits. Amen. You ought to hook her up on both of them. Get her to do your wedding and make biscuits for it. <laughs> Amen. I'm drumming her up some work here. Tomorrow about this time shall I measure a fine flour. Be, now, now dove's dung or, or, or donkey's head, I think, was 70, going for 75, I don't know, 75 pieces of silver and, and, and half a dove's dung was going for 15 something or another I mean I, I, I don't have to go back and look but it was, it was a whole lot but now but now we're talking about one piece of silver for this for two gallons of, of fine flour it's how good things are going to change tomorrow about this time That's what it, it's going to be fast things are going to turn plumb around not only that but barley two measures of bushels of barley for sure and it's all going to be here in the gate of Samaria where all this is going on, where all this is happening. And, and look, 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 look what happens in verse 2. Then, then a Lord, uh, one of his advisors, one of his uh, key people on whom the hand of the king leaned, answered the man of God and said, this, this is what he thinks about that. Behold, hey, if the Lord would even make windows in heaven, how could this, really is what he's saying, how could this be? How could this ever happen? In other words, he knows the desperate situation. He knows how bad things are. He knows where they're at. He, there's not nothing. There's not, now with, this is the way before trucking and piping in stuff. How in the world could this time tomorrow be anything close to what you're saying at our gates? There's nothing like this in our land other than serious got it. How could this be? I, I want to bring out that point too. The Lord on whom the king leaned. And, and exactly what I was talking about a while ago. It takes this prophetic window and to move us from, 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 from our understanding 
How many know? How many know? The Bible says, lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways. Come on. Yes. Come on. How many, how many know the king was leaning on the wrong understanding? How many, how many, how many, how many, we lean sometimes on the wrong? Tonight, 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 I, I'm preaching, there's probably other voices going off in your head even now. Yeah, yeah, this, I, I've heard stuff like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Lean not. Get, get that out of the driver's seat. Get it out. How could this be? If the Lord would make the windows in heaven, how might this thing be? And then, and then Elisha tells him, he says, you'll see it, but you ain't going to get to eat of it. You ain't going to ever, you, you're going to see all this, but you're not going to have anything to do with it. You're not going to eat a, not a drop of it, talking to him. And then verse 3, this is, this is what I like. I like this. There was these four lepers. They sitting outside. They sitting outside at the entering of the gate. And I assume they're hearing all this. I assume all this is going on and whatever happened. And, and they said one to another, why sit here till we die? I just believe this. And like I said, I, I might be reading into this just a little bit. But you know uh, you know how my imagination goes. But I believe, I believe, I believe when the prophet come and he spoke the word about this time tomorrow. There's gonna be this fine flour, and it's gonna be barley. And and I believe, how many know, how many know that even sometimes when you don't understand the word of the Lord or don't understand the spirit that that brings it. You don't quite even get it. But it stirs in you. It stirs in you motivation. It stirs in you a stir. I believe these old, these old lepers that have been sitting there so long. But, but they heard the word that they caught in their spirit. The word of the Lord. How many of y'all ever sat in a church service? You might have missed. You might have missed what was said. You might have missed exactly what, but the spirit of the, you might not have had understanding for everything that was said, but the spirit of the Lord stirs in your heart. That why I sit here till I, I don't quite understand all this, but why I sit here till I die. I believe that's what happened to these lepers. They decided, why, why should we stay here? Why should we sit here? Why should we hang in here? Amen. They done heard, they done heard, they done heard the conversation that God was trying to have with the king. Do you do realize that God was trying to have a conversation with the king and, and, and his understanding, that's what you got. You know what I mean? Thank you, Lord. You know, sometimes God's trying to have a conversation with us, our spirit. That's how God, he's trying to have a conversation and our understanding butts in. Yeah, it butts in just like, just like, how could this be? God's trying to have a conversation with our spirit saying, this time tomorrow. And our understanding will butt in. How could that ever be? How many times has God spoken something to us like that and our understanding wants to butt in and say, How could that happen? I, 
and, and we and, and understanding goes to telling what well, you know is this and this and this. Amen, amen, amen. But I believe that's why the because the lepers been there all this time and they ain't never asked this question. And then all of a sudden, they ask the question, "Why? Why are we keep sitting here? Why?" I believe I believe the spirit, even the spirit that was spoke, even the, the word that was spoke, that, that they they got wind of that window, that prophetic window. Amen. And I like I like what happens here. They start verse four. They say, "If we if we of course they say they, they do all this. If we say we'll enter into the city, then then there's fast. It, we're, it's worse off in there." And, and and we shall die there. And if we sit still here, we we gonna die here also. Now therefore, let us let us just go. Let's walk down this road. Let's let's go to where the Syrians are. And and hey, if they save us, well, we'll live. And hey, if they don't, we'll die. But I like this. Verse five. Verse five. Look what happens. And they rose up at twilight. I don't know. I don't know how much noise four lepers could make on their on their on their last leg. I don't know. I'm not sure. You know. Because this is important. You might not know where it's going, but I've read the story this evening. I know where I'm going. You're probably thinking, what difference does it make how much noise they make? I know where I'm going. Four lepers, I don't know. They probably couldn't have made too much noise. I don't figure. Probably less than me. Because I'm pretty noisy. But these four lepers, they're, they're going down the road there, and they're going to the camp of the Syrians, and, and they come to the uttermost part of the camp, and, and look, 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 and behold, there was no one there. It was empty. You know what? God, God, done, God done took whatever, whatever noise them four little lepers while they was walking. He done piped, run it through heaven, run it back down on the Syrians. This, to the point that verse verse six verse six they thought it was the noise of chariots, the noise of horses, the noise of great armies that was coming against it. They thought they done got they done they done somewhere God had done done magnified this stereo surround sound uh, live and in person. And God done made it sound like Egypt was coming. They done thought the high heights was coming. And there's four, I don't know how much noise four lepers can make, but I tell you what, four lepers and God, it sounds like Egypt's coming. It sounds like the Hittites is coming. It sounds like all hell is coming against the Syrians. Yeah, you ought to give the Lord the glory for that. I just come to tell you, yes, I want you to hear something too. Here's what I, what I see in this. I want you to get this because this is important. While you're walking it out, God's working it out. Yeah. 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 Am I preaching up in this PH church or not? Come on. I know. I know. These kind of messages stretch us. And, and, and what, but I'm going to tell you what. This is the kind of thing that brings the river. Like I'm talking about. Takes takes the understanding. Oh, it's easier to use understanding, but it ain't near as powerful. And you'll miss the river. You'll miss the window. You'll miss you'll miss what he can do this time tomorrow. You'll miss you'll miss taking time and process out of it. 
We ain't got time. We ain't got time. While they was walking, I know they was expecting opposition. I know they was. They're, they was just like, I'm sure. Well, they thought, well, they might kill us. But as they was walking, come on, next time, next time you're about walking into it, whether it's a doctor's visit or, or the lawyer or whatever, bills, what, whatever you're walking towards next time, just remember, uh, if you're walking under the, his unction, come on, just remember, he can make it sound like the Egyptians and the Hittites are coming. Maybe we should have just had a Christmas party tonight. I don't know. Maybe we should have just ate, drank Kool-Aid and ate a bologna sandwich. I don't know. <laughs> but I believe it with all my heart as they walked. They was standing like chariots on horses. And this time tomorrow, and I just want to tell you something. That old boy who God told him, God told him, you're going to see it, but you want, he got trampled at the gate. We're not going to read all that, but he got trampled at the gate about verse 17. He's seen it, but he got trampled right there. Never eat it. You got to be careful. I was talking to Brother Keith about this. If it's one thing that fears me in this time in my life more than anything, it's, it's missing what God's wanting to do. That fears me. That's, that is my fear now. I got it. If you got a fear, that's my fear. I fear missing what God wants to do in this season. That's what I fear. I don't fear, I don't fear a lot of stuff, but that I, I fear that. Because I, I know how I know how detrimental, I know how how negative, how bad, how how terrible that can be. All parts of your life. And I don't want to miss that. I don't want to miss that. Amen. Because I know, I know I need him to remove process in this time in my life. I know I can't I can't wait another 30 years. Can't wait another. I don't want I can't wait. I might not be able to wait another day somewhere in the near future. I might I might need it in an hour. I might have loved ones that I need a I need a word in a minute. I need salvation at the next conversation. I need a move at the next time appointed visit. And about this time tomorrow. I'm gonna need it. Who's who's coming tonight? I'm finishing. I'm finishing. Whoever's coming. I believe it. God's bearing witness with us. Brother Marks, would you agree that we're bearing witness tonight? Right off the bat. I know, I know me and Brother Keith was. I, and I feel like a lot of you are. That's what we need. I can't wait for my hair to grow anymore. I can't be Samson no more. Wait for my hair to keep growing back. Come on, somebody. I need, I need process. 
took out of the equation. Time took out of the equation. And I need this river flow where the leaf don't fade and the fruits don't give out. Amen. You know, in the, in the book, of, in the Psalms, I, I'm not going to read them, but there's multiple, I, I never even realized it, but there, there's, there's probably 10, 12 places where the psalmist is, he's got specific prayers sometimes. Sometimes it's for help. Sometimes it's a need, various things. But, but he, he, a lot of times he, he tags this, this phrase to it, and he says, and make haste. Make haste. I, I, wonder, I, wonder, I wonder when's the last time we prayed God in hurry. 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 Don't, one place the psalmist says it, and don't tarry. Hurry. And make haste. I, I just, if we can't do nothing else tonight, I would pray that we, we could be stirred enough to, to ask God to hurry. To move in whatever process. To move in whatever it is. I hope I ain't lost you. Some of you are looking at me like, he's strange tonight. It's a different word. It is. It's a different word. But it involves your spirit. You don't have to get a hold to it with your spirit. If you're sitting there trying to reason it, you done missed it. You done missed it. It's your spirit. That's what God wants to speak to. We done turn church way to, sometimes way times, too many times into a school of understanding and reasoning. And now I'm not saying there's not a place for understanding and reasoning. I like that. But sometimes, well, most of the time, God, God wants it to be a place where he speaks to our spirit. Because he is spirit. 